Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I am so happy you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, your social media. It really means the world to me. I love getting messages from you all telling me how much you enjoy the podcast and it just, you know, makes makes my day. But let's get into the episode for today, which is I wanted to share about some things that have been unraveling for me because obviously this is the art of unraveling. And if you've been listening and you've been around my world for a while, you know my past story, you know that there was some childhood trauma there, some adult trauma there, some all kinds of trauma there. And that's why I'm passionate about helping others free themselves from the chains that trauma puts on us so that we can be who we really are. And I have been working with a therapist, working with coaches, you know, doing all the work for a long time. And recently it really was brought to my attention that I have this part. So if you go back, there is a whole episode just on parts work. And that's what it's called. It's called parts work. And you can listen to that if to get an idea of what I'm talking about. But essentially parts work, it was started by Richard Schwartz. And he talked about how there's the the main big S self. And then we have all these little parts. And the little parts that kind of are sectioned off You're basically your big S self is who you really are. And then you have all these parts that get created based off of things that happen as you're growing up. So, you know, getting made fun of or bullied makes you have this part that feels a lot of shame, maybe about how you look. And then you have protector parts that come in and they maybe if somebody like your partner says something negative about you one time, you get really defensive and really angry because it activates this protector who's in a way protecting that part of you that feels a lot of shame from being bullied. That's a, it's that I'm really trying to simplify it, but go back and listen to that episode if this is something that's intriguing to you. I do some parts work in my work with clients as well and as well as doing this work on myself. And it's fascinating how our brains work and how our psyches work in order to protect us. So essentially, it's just a lot of stuff in our subconscious that gets created out of trauma, out of life, and so on and so forth. So through doing this work, I realized I've always known, obviously, that I have this like unworthy part this not good enough part that was created in childhood. A lot of it was wrapped up in getting yelled at a lot and growing up. 
and thinking that I was never doing things right, that I wasn't good enough, because if I was good enough, this is just me rationalizing it, but this is not what I did as a child, right? Obviously, when these things get created, we're not like, okay, I'm getting yelled at, therefore, I am not good enough, therefore, I need to act unworthy. I need to beat myself up in a certain way so that I do better, et cetera, et cetera. We don't do that. We're not rational about this. This is literally just biological because as children, we are wired to survive like from the primary caregivers. Like they are the people that are to keep us alive. That's in your biology. This is none of this is rational. Where it gets really hard and confusing is when we become adults and we're like, why do I keep doing the same self-sabotaging behavior over and over again? Why do I think such shitty thoughts about myself when I know I'm so much better than that? That's where it gets tricky, right? But as children and even as adults, we can wire these kind of patterns. It's not like we're consciously rationalizing the these steps out, but Obviously, after years of work and really like looking at these patterns, I created this identification that, okay, I got yelled at, therefore I felt like I wasn't good enough because if my if I was good enough, my primary caregiver would not yell at me. Therefore, I need to do better. I need to be better. And clearly, I am not worthy of love and attention. That's essentially my my strongest, we're going to call it past programming. I don't want to call it programming anymore, but it has infiltrated like a virus. It had infiltrated my entire system. And, you know, talking about Joe Dispenza's work, it's like your body becomes the subconscious mind and you become addicted to negative feelings. Even Tony Robbins talks about this. We can become addicted to negative feelings. So if you resonate with feeling unworthy or not good enough, which most humans on planet Earth do to some degree or another, some of our, some of us have a really deep, really strong program like myself in the past, and some of us fall somewhere in the middle or on the lower end of the spectrum or whatever, but every human to some degree or another has experienced something in their lives that's going to make them feel unworthy. And maybe if it's for you, it's not unworthy. Maybe it's insecurity or maybe it's sadness, like your go-to negative emotion is sadness, or maybe it's frustration or anger, right? It doesn't really matter, but I'm going to talk about it from this scope of unworthiness And you can feel free to insert whichever (laughs) negative emotion you resonate most with, which sounds terrible, right? But I want you to really understand that we become addicted to negative emotion and how that affects us, right? How it affects our physical bodies, our thoughts that we think about ourselves, and how we feel emotionally, Right. So I I think I've mentioned this in a past podcast, but it never hurts to say it a million times again. Your beliefs. So your internal core beliefs, which, by the way, unworthiness is a core wound. So your internal beliefs, a lot of these are unconscious. Your beliefs lead to your thoughts. 
So now it's like, I, I believe that I'm unworthy or I'm having a moment of, un- and it's not like we feel this way all the time, right? You don't walk around feeling unworthy or sad or frustrated all the time, but it's like, what is your go-to emotion that like when it comes up, you're just like, shit, there it is again. I feel so crappy. I just want to hide. I want to eat ice cream in bed and binge watch Netflix, right? Or whatever your go-to thing is. Maybe it's drinking wine or, you know, scrolling on Instagram. Whatever your addiction is, what is that go-to emotion? So it starts with a belief, though. This is the important thing to think about. It starts with a belief of feeling unworthy. So something in your external environment triggers you to remember that core wound. Ouch, that hurt. My partner just like left without, you know, left in a huff and he's mad at me. Ouch. Maybe I'm not good enough for him. Or ouch. My friend never texted me back. Maybe she's like so busy with all of her other friends. Or ouch. That client messaged me and said X, Y, and Z or somebody you know, rejected my offer or something like that, right? So something in the external environment triggers this. It could be somebody looked at you the wrong way, right? It doesn't have to be a really big trigger, but something triggers it. So it triggers that belief. So there's an external thing that happens in our environment. It triggers the core wound, the core belief, which then makes you start thinking in a certain way, right? So what are some thoughts you think when you feel unworthy or whatever, Sorry, unworthiness is the feeling when you believe that you're not good enough, if that's the core belief. Maybe it's like, I'm not important or, yeah, think of different core wounds. Not good enough is is a big one, right? So what, how do you start thinking when you believe that? So maybe you think everybody else is better than me. Which, you know, all of this is, these are stories of the ego, which is just kind of the same thing, right? Everybody else is better than me. I'm, you know, I'll never make it. Why even start? What other thoughts does that make you think when you believe that you're not good enough? And then we move to the emotion. So the belief creates the thoughts. The thoughts lead to the emotion. So what, how do you start to feel? I'm guessing you don't feel excited and joyful. I'm guessing you feel heavy. Uh, bad about yourself, you know, not super excited about the world, like wanting to just kind of hide. And then the last thing would be the actions that you take when you feel that way, right? So that's where we get into the binge watching Netflix, eating bad food, um, drinking a lot of wine or whatever it is, scrolling out on Netflix, sorry, on Instagram, or whatever that that action is. Maybe it's procrastinating a big thing that you have going on, and maybe it's avoiding, you know, having those conversations, whatever it is. You really want to sit and think about that because that's going to give you information as to what your behavior is around this part of you that's really sabotaging you. And then I want you to think about how unloving those behaviors are, how unloving it is to think that you're not good enough 
how loving unloving it is to beat yourself up for things that are out of your control right so that's how we begin to change but going back to these revelations i've been having recently or what i realized is that i had this part that i was so identified with like i would bring it to my therapist each week and be like gosh it came up again i just i i just want to stop beating myself up i want to stop you know feeling like i'm not good enough and i hadn't even realized this pattern it was in other words and it's like i had realized it i knew that not good enough was an issue for me and that's the thing i was able to verbalize it and yet I had this other part of me that's just like, I just want this to go away. I hate this. I hate feeling this way. Instead of embracing that part as a sad, wounded part of me that needs love and attention, I'm going, I'm over here going, oh, I hate you. Go away. Right. And we have to think of our parts as like these little kids that just, they're just crying out for attention. And it's not loving to, be like, get out of here. I hate you. And yet that's what we do all the time. But that, in my opinion, only goes so far. It only goes so far to just keep loving my not good enough. We also have to connect the neural pathways that we've created. So you've now created this really strong neural pathway that says, When this external environment happens, I start believing I'm not good enough, and then I think I'm a terrible person, and I'll never amount to anything, and then I feel really sad and really heavy and really unworthy, and then I act out by procrastinating things I really want to be doing, for example. So you've created, that's just like this, like I'm drawing a circle right now with my hand. That's just like this cycle that you're stuck in, and How do you break out of that, right? Well, the number one thing, and you've probably heard me say this a million times if if you've been around here, you have to bring awareness to the pattern. And what is the one thing we want to do? We don't want to think about this. We don't want to admit that we actually have a destructive pattern within us. We don't want to admit that we are the ones essentially fucking up our own lives, right? We just don't want to admit that. We want to blame other people, right? And that's kind of like, that's a victim mentality. And everything that I talk about in here is a spectrum, right? So you can, I've learned about victimization that it's it's very subtle, (laughs) that like we're all aware we don't want to be, play the victim. And yet it comes out in these really subtle ways. So it's very sneaky. But Playing the victim is going, it's it's everything outside of me's fault that I feel this way. Like maybe you had a rough day at work and your boss, you know, said something to you. So you're like, well, I'm I I want to sit in bed and eat ice cream and feel sorry for myself because my boss was a real jerk today. Instead of realizing that 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 was the external thing in your environment that triggered the feeling of not good enough that led to this, that led to that, to led to that, right? So nobody wants to look at that. And yet when you do, you start to liberate yourself. So again, I 
was not even aware of how identified I was with feeling unworthy. It's like it would just come over me and... I mean, it would even wake me up in the middle of the night and I would start berating myself in the middle of the night. Let me know if that's you, if you struggle with that as well. And so we just, we have to start bringing awareness to it. And then we have to start unmemorizing the old way of being. So the more you bring awareness to it by like mapping it out, like this is step one, step two, step three, step four of what I do to get to feel unworthy, to feel crappy. That is such a major step. And then I would put that somewhere where you can read it and go, whew, youch, I just did it again. And not beat yourself up when you go into it, but you're going to start creating new neural pathways when you there, when you simultaneously, you're looking at the old and then you're thinking about what would I do if I, how would I act? What would I do? Who would I be? How would I think if I no longer felt like I was not good enough or that I was unworthy or that I was depressed? So we are deconstructing the old neural pathway and reconstructing a new one by focusing on how we would be if it's kind of like thinking like your future self. Like what what are the what are the uh characteristics of your future self. You know, for me, she's grounded, she's organized, she's feels so good about herself, loves herself so deeply. So I really want you to play with that this week. Play with what is that old pattern that I'm addicted to? Admit to yourself that you have a problem, like in AA. Like, okay, I have a problem. I'm addicted to this. And then how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? How do I want to interact? So I hope this was helpful for you today. It's been such an unraveling for me to really understand how much I was identified with that unworthy part of myself and to begin to deconstruct that. And then Again, the more you bring awareness to it, the more you catch it throughout your day. And you can even say change when you notice that pattern there. All the while that you're doing this, you want to also be super loving to any small part of you because it's just a smaller you, a younger you, that wired yourself this way. So we have to bring a lot of love and compassion even to the parts of us that are destructive, even to the parts of us that are self-sabotaging. And that's the tricky part. So you've got to be able to find that compassion for that younger you. All right. I'm sending you so much love this week. I hope this was helpful. Let me know. Send me a message. You can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Pure Light Healing. I'm also on TikTok, Pure Light Healing. And if you want some support around working through these patterns, I have two options. You can join my Transforming Trauma program. It's a self-paced online program. It includes my nervous system reset, and you keep it forever. So it's yours. And there are so many tools in there. I can't even tell you how many tools uh, and meditations and uh, just information as well that are in that program. It's it's well worth 
way more than what I'm charging for it, but I want it to be accessible to people. And you can do it pay in full or two payment plans. Or I have one-on-one availability at this time for my Regulate and Rise program, which is all about getting regulated in your nervous system through all these different techniques that I do. And just really working with you one-on-one so we can really dive into your particular areas that are causing you strife in life and really help you unravel those at a deep level. So let me know. You can shoot me a message on any of those places, Pure Light Healing, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'd be more than happy to support you on your journey. And I thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.